Welcome back to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Wednesday morning. And since it's Wednesday, I'd like to welcome back on the program Cruzy McCalligan for our midweek audio column. Cruz, it's great to speak to you. How are you today? I'm so sorry. I didn't connect the phone line. How are you? Let's start that again. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well. How are you doing today? I'm good. Th- uh, yes, I'm very well, except I put the fader up but didn't press the telephone one button. Um, so you've got an interesting topic for us today. You're talking about kangaroos. I am, yes. Um, I think it was because I was reading one of those A to Z animal books to my children, which seems to be my life now. And then um, there was K for kangaroo. And I was just thinking about it. I was like, oh, I wonder if I've, you know, I'm sure I've seen a kangaroo before, like when I've traveled to Australia as a child. I feel like sometimes we're so lucky that we have access to so many kinds of videos and stuff like that. I'm like, I'm sure I've seen one in person. I must have seen one in person. I'm sure I have. Um, And then I was just thinking about them. And I know that you recently got back from Australia a couple of is it a couple of months ago now or just a couple of weeks ago now? A couple of months ago, yeah. Time Gosh, that flies. went by quickly. Time really flies. But um, yes, I know that you have Australian family um, and kangaroos are just, they're your standard Australian animal, aren't they? Let's well, actually, they are my Australian family, the, the kangaroos. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, of course. Um, but yes, uh, so I just thought we'd talk about them because they're actually quite remarkable. And if you really see one, you're like, wow, like that's an animal on our planet. You know, there's nothing really quite like it. Um, kangaroos are a type of marsupial, which I had to look up again because I couldn't remember what defines a marsupial. Um, but a marsupial basically means that they give birth to an underdeveloped baby known as a joey within just a few weeks after mating. And then for kangaroos in particular, the joey then lives in their pouch for another year before they're ready to explore the world. That's a long time. That is. And have you seen those videos of the baby joeys uh, as they develop? They they kind of look initially a bit like a like an embryo in an egg. And then they sort of, you know, very translucent, like a, they look like a little jelly bean without, mm, yeah, mm. without legs, really. Yeah, it's absolutely amazing. Um, and that's, um, yeah, so it's quite fascinating. Now, with joeys, um, male and female kangaroos have special names to distinguish the different sexes. So a male kangaroo is known as a boomer. Did you know that? I had no idea. A, a boomer. boomer. Oh. A boomer. And a female is known as a flyer. But no you can idea. also, yeah, no, me neither. And you can also, they can also be known in the same terms as a, as deer with a buck and a doe as well. So you can also call them that. I, I, I didn't know any of this about kangaroos. I'm so excited about this column. Um, there are also different names for groups of kangaroos. So you can have a court of kangaroos, a mob, a herd, and a troop. And I'm guessing that's where it comes from when people talk about kangaroo court. You know, like when they say, because I was like, where does that term come from? It's very odd. Yeah. Um, But that must be where it comes from, a kangaroo court. Um, And they they live in groups, quite large groups, about 10 or more. And they have very complex social structures as well. Uh, Yeah, sorry, go on, go on, Chrissy. Yeah, so um, in in general, we talk about them being, there's actually different species of kangaroo. Again, something I didn't know. There's the red kangaroo, antilopine kangaroo, the eastern grey kangaroo, and the western grey kangaroo. So there's four species of them. And while all of the species are similar, they vary in their size and their colour and their distribution. So they're quite remarkable animals in lots of ways. Um, The conservation status for all of those animals is of least concern. So that means that they're not really threatened to, um, they're not really, they're not under threat of extinction or anything like that at the moment, but they are protected by um, legislation as well. 
in Australia. Um, so that's quite an interesting thing. Now, I was going to say, because you get kangaroo meat in the supermarket. I mean, people yes, eat you can. kangaroo. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, so you can, um, you can uh, commercial hunting is permitted of kangaroos, but it's with very tightly controlled government plans. And if I'm being honest, I don't really want to eat a kangaroo. Maybe it's just because, I don't know, maybe it's because it's a bit too emotional thinking about like a little joey in a pouch. Like it's oh, just, it's yeah. too much. But they um, can be quite aggressive as well. They yes, chase people. Yes. Yeah, they, they, yeah, I mean, they can so, be. They've got such a cute image, but um, I've yes. come across them before and they can be quite, I mean, a mob of kangaroos is how I would uh, describe yes, them. A mob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and actually the red kangaroo is the largest living marsupial anywhere in the world. Um, the males are much larger than females and they can grow to be up to six foot seven tall and weigh as much as 90 kilos so that's like 200 pounds of kangaroo at like nearly seven feet tall like that's a very big animal you're absolutely right like they're not like you know what i mean they're quite they're quite massive and they they number in the tens of millions i had no idea so in 2020 the australian government estimated that there were 42.8 million kangaroos in the commercial harvest areas of the country which means there are more um there, you know, there, there, are, there are others that could be unaccountable. So they're not even an accurate number. 42.8 million. That's like a lot of kangaroos. I had no idea there was that many kangaroos. <laughs> I didn't know either. Yeah. Um, of course, we couldn't talk about kangaroos if we didn't talk about the way they move. Like, they jump like a kangaroo, right? Um, and it's fascinating. Like, if you really watch them pick up speed, it's incredible that that's the way they're designed, you know. Um, they have large elastic tendons in their hind legs that store elastic strain energy. And this provides most of the energy they need to hop rather than muscular effort. So they're not moving with muscles like you would have like a cheetah running. They're moving because of um, purely like kinetic energy used from strain energy in these elastic tendons. And they can hop up to speeds of 70 kilometers per hour over short distances and sustain a speed of about 40 kilometers an hour for quite a few kilometers. Whoa. Yeah. It's faster than I expected. (laughs) Cause normally, yeah, because normally when you see them, they're sort of cruising along. But actually, yeah, maybe when yeah, they, they do can really ch- pick up speed yeah. and cover a lot of ground. Um, and the large, powerful red kangaroos are able to leap over eight meters in a single large jump. That's huge. <laughs> That's massive, yeah. Yeah, so, I, you know, it's interesting that they are, you know, they are the symbol, like the national symbol of Australia. And I'm now understanding why, because apparently there's millions of them. They're, yeah. they're fascinating. There's so many of them. And there's gonna, you're going to find kangaroo imagery everywhere in Australia. Um, you know, it's the Qantas Airways Limited thing, um, as well as, you know, and the Royal Australian Air Force uses it as well. It's very iconic. Um, but they're also a significant source of resources in Australia. So kangaroos are considered normal wild game in Australia. That means it's common to see them hunted for their leather, for their meat, and even to protect the grazing lands of different animals. And as you mentioned, kangaroo meat is widely sold. It's actually considered to be healthy for human consumption, and it's compared to other traditional types of meat like beef or pork. And this is because it is very lean and lacks a high fat concentration, which would make sense if the animal is just running, is just hopping madly (laughs) its entire life, right? Um, I'd be that lean too. Yes, um, and of course, um, for you know, kangaroo meat is banned in certain places. Apparently, it's banned in California. But it is important to remember that even though, like as you said, they have an image of being like kind of a cute kangaroo, um, it's an important tradition for um, Aboriginal people, the Indigenous people of Australia, to have kangaroo meat. It is a staple of their oh. diet. Oh. It's part of what they eat. Yeah, hmm. I suppose so it goes back to, back in the day when they would hunt them because they yeah. were all all around. Yeah, yeah, there were millions of them. Um, 
interestingly, they they digest food similar to a cow. So oh, when our full so stomachs. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know if it's four stomachs. It's it's like the process. So when we eat, for example, our food goes directly to our stomach to be broken down and then continues through our intestines. But kangaroos aren't the same. Because they're herbivores and they eat highly fibrous food, there's a very different process to breaking down their food. So like cows, kangaroos actually regurgitate their food before eating it again, allowing it to pass into their single-chambered stomach. So they don't have multiple stomachs like a cow, but they do this revolting but essential regurgitation process because their food is so highly fibrous Mm. and um, it's yeah they also have um they also have teeth that are very rare among mammals so while there are certain anatomical differences in their jaw i have to google what their teeth look like i I can't even think of it at the top of my head so this is it so they actually have very noticeable differences in their molars um whereas humans have one set of adult teeth kangaroos like elephants have more because chewing grass can be very harsh on your teeth kangaroos have evolved the ability to replace their teeth after they wear down so the worn down molars will move forward before eventually falling out and being replaced by new, healthier teeth. That's amazing. Yeah, and yeah. I can see that, oh, okay, it kind of looks like their front teeth is part of their lip, but I suppose because they're moving out, it just sticks out so much more. So it's not part of their lip, it's just because it's just being pushed out. Yeah, mm. exactly. It's really interesting. Oh. Um, now, the other thing you mentioned is that they can... They can punch, right? They can fight. Yeah. They can be quite aggressive. And all species of kangaroos are known to fight over access to females or limited drinking spots. Um, and then, of course, they're very powerful and muscular and will stand on their hind legs with their heads held high and pour at each other's heads and shoulders like a boxing match. Um, they will lean back and sometimes perform leaping kicks to the body. Um, so most fights are relatively short and preceded by mutual scratching and grooming. So then they sort of pat each other afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Good, good um, match. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so it's quite complicated, and, and, and as you said, it's actually quite. Um, they, they do have a they have a dark side. A kangaroo, um, you know, they're actually known to be excellent swimmers. Can you believe it? I couldn't imagine a kangaroo swimming. Um, and if they're pursued by a predator like a dog, they'll instinctively run into the water and hope they're not followed. But if they were followed by the predator like a dingo or a feral cat or something, the kangaroo can hold them at bay with their powerful arms and even drown them. <laughs> As I said, it's like quite quite grim. They've got a dark side. They've got a dark side. They um, do, yeah. They, I mean, they they do look so cute though, and they have a good image. But actually, when you do see them out in the wild, um, you can't trust you can't trust all of them. Maybe some you can, but some yeah, you just know. Yeah. No, no, you've got to be. I think you've definitely got to be quite quite careful, careful with yeah. them. Yeah, but um, they're, they're pretty fascinating. Um, and, and as I said, they have this very um, complex kind of um, social hierarchies. Um, you know, the fact is that the superiority of the male kangaroo, like if it's an alpha male, um, will also come into play. So in a mob of kangaroos, the males face off to become the alpha, and then the victor will claim its prize by mating with all of the females in the group, while the losers cough in defeat. They just hang out coughing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I think is quite funny. Just um, like try and, not to draw attention, but just, uh, coughing in the background. Uh, yeah. I know nothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, so it's it's quite interesting. And also, you know, they've got um, the other characteristic we have of uh, kangaroos. They're very big tail. They have a big, heavy tail. And because they can't walk, they actually can't walk. They can't move backwards either. They can only go in one direction. Oh, <laughs> um, they can't moonwalk. Yeah, yeah they, they can't move. Have... They couldn't moonwalk. They couldn't moonwalk. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, but their tails function as an extra leg due to their similar power or force from their two hind legs. So when, when they're against predators, they often use their tails to balance their bodies so that they can do that super powerful kick. Mm. Yeah, so it's quite interesting as well. Um, I was wondering how long they live because they're like a big animal. And often, you know, like some animals like like for an elephant that lives for quite a long time right but like a great dane dog doesn't live for very long mm. so it's trying to work out like how long does a red uh, you know a kangaroo live up to and apparently red kangaroos can live up to 23 years oh wow yeah that's long, um, yeah that's, longer that's than a I long expect. time yeah. yeah that's much longer than i expected um so yes i find that quite an interesting fact as well you think that they'd um you think that they'd um I don't know, that they live hard and fast moving, <laughs> you know, but apparently they don't. Um, they also, they also, this is interesting as well, they don't, they don't sweat. They don't have sweat glands. Um, so it's hard to imagine that they reside in Australia in very hot, arid conditions, but they don't sweat in their bodies. So to cool off, they use their saliva and they lick their forearms until their fur coat is soaking wet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Aww. They're really fascinating, actually. And what was interesting is when we talk about marsupials, um, as I said, you know that the joey is born pretty soon after mating. A gestation period for a kangaroo is only about four to five weeks. Oh, wow. Four to five weeks. So that's it. And then what happens is afterwards, you know, the, the, the joey does remain in, the in their pouch. For, yeah. yeah, the tiny little jelly bean remains in their pouch for up to a year. But, um, but yeah, but actually it's only kind of... Um, you know, gets into the pouch after about four to five weeks. I just found that was really fascinating. It's a very, very short period of time. Um, having said that, as cute as it is, sometimes kangaroos will willingly sacrifice their joeys to escape predators, which is a very heartbreaking thing. So apparently kangaroos often prove their strength as fighters against certain predators. But if they encounter really formidable foes, um, some female kangaroos throw their young to distract their assailant. That's interesting. Yeah. So even if we talk about this idea of like kangaroo care, I know like as parents, we often hear that term bandied about, don't we? Like, oh, I'm a kangaroo care parent. I just hold my baby all the time. And I'm like, well, I hope you're not a kangaroo care parent because if you encountered a threat, you would throw the baby at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope you don't. Um, a new yeah. meaning to it, though the true meaning of it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's, I don't know, it's a very, it's a very, um, it's a very interesting thing. Um, but I, don't I, know. I read somewhere that female kangaroos can pause their pregnancy. They have a backup pregnancy in case something I happens. I didn't know that. I haven't come across that. That's really an interesting thing. And I'm not sure why they do that, but kangaroos and wallabies are the only sort of mammals that can, that are capable of, of doing this. And, and they said the advantage of it is so that they can replace a joey very quickly if she loses one. So in case wow. it happens to a newborn young, there's a backup pregnancy. So there's they can there's always one in the in the backup because they've paused That's that pregnancy. Fascinating! That's wow, see they're really remarkable animals. Did yeah. you see any when you were recently in Australia? No, I didn't. Um, where where um, Andy's parents live? Um, oh, um, there there are kangaroos, but we didn't actually see any this time. Right? I don't know why. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Usually yeah. you see them on the road and and unfortunately when you see one if you're driving on the highway or when you're driving well not on the highway but the back roads and you're still traveling at quite a fast speed um you're recommended not exactly to swerve if you see a kangaroo because in case there's oncoming traffic well usually there is oncoming traffic and mm -hmm. you know you're trying to stop at at a at a decent pace but if you're unable to sometimes you just have to hit um um hit, uh, hit a kangaroo. 
Yeah. Well, apparently, actually, yeah, that's a good point. Apparently it's more dangerous out- if you swerve because you'll end yeah. up crashing into another vehicle, which I was yeah. so surprised to hear that because, you know, coming from Hong Kong, you're really advised not to hit anything. Yeah, um, I think it's, yeah, it's one of those horrible facts about the physics of a car accident. Two cars moving at speed is going to be a more yeah, dangerous impact than sure. hitting a stationary um, kangaroo. But you're right, nine out of 10 animal vehicle collisions in Australia involve kangaroos. Um, and as you said like um they can they can often cause serious damage because they're quite big um so yeah so if if you ever if anyone is ever driving in australia at night be very careful yes (laughs) exactly um um, dusk is that um is the time when you have to be the most careful like between five till six when it starts to get dark because they're just Mm. trying to get home Oh, bless. Oh, Um, I have a few kangaroo quotes to finish on today. Oh, yes, please Um, do. Yep. Uh, This one from Jerry O'Connell says, anytime you're near a kangaroo, it's a close call, (laughs) which sounds accurate (laughs) now we've heard all those facts. Um, uh, This is a funny joke by someone called Henny Youngman who said, two kangaroos were talking to each other and one said, I hope it doesn't rain today. I hate it when the children play inside. (laughs) (laughs) Um, the comedian Rita Rudner said, Envy the kangaroo. That pouch set up is extraordinary. The baby crawls out of the womb when it's about two inches long, gets into the pouch and proceeds to mature. I'd have a baby if it would develop in my handbag. <laughs> oh, that's nice. I like that. And uh, the final one is from Dr. Seuss. He said, How true, how true, said the sour kangaroo. And from now on, you know what I'm going to do. I'm going to protect them with you. And the young kangaroo in her pouch said, Me too. Oh, that's just love, love, Dr. Seuss. Well, Chrissy, thank you so much for your sharing. I learned so much about kangaroos with you this morning. Thank you so much. No problem. Bye.